Late. Yeah, we had we had um, obviously you know this Saturday being Veterans Day, you know a military appreciation game. Um, Monday night we do family dinner. Coaches, staff, families come to dinner. Players sometimes players bring their girlfriends, bring their families. It's just a nice chance for us all to come together um, each week. And uh, this week we had uh, uh, wives, sons, daughters of deployed military members who they joined us with a family dinner. Just now we had um, eight, eight, nine, nine veterans come with their families watch practice. And then at the very end, uh, Wheels for Warriors presented um, one of the veterans with a, uh, a bike, uh, a motorcycle, a Husker motorcycle. I've never seen anything like it. Our players were mesmerized. So they all thought I was going to ride it out of the, t in the tunnel. I'll leave that to Ted Carter. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was really cool to be a part of that. So. Do you have an <clears throat> update on guys like Malcolm Hartzog and Prince Will, just kind of how they progress this week? Yeah, yeah. Malcolm, uh, Malcolm um, is we, we expect to play, and Prince Will, we're still going through the process, so we'll see. We'll see where how that lands. What do you think of the way that Emma Johnson's ran the ball last couple of weeks, especially kind of the tough interior runs? I think Emma's played really well, doing a great job as a third down back, doing a great job in uh, route running, running the ball down between the tackles. The four-minute run against Purdue to, to end the game was great. And I think uh, you're just going to see him continually make jumps as he plays more and has more opportunities. The military um, discipline and things like that. Yeah, I think um, – I think – you know, there's there's a couple components to it. First of all, I think there's obviously the the um, the respect for the service and the opportunities that are afforded to us by men and women all over the world who protect our freedoms and protect our way of life and give us the opportunity to do things. You know, it hits close to home. You know, with Trev's introducing the veterans and his son is, is in the military. He's in the U.S. Army, uh, has been deployed. So you know, you start to see it as it hits home. In terms of like the ethos of our program, you know, of, of wanting to watch everyone um, build personal excellence while always putting team excellence above themselves, while the concepts of, you know, not just discipline, but to me, it's about sacrifice. You know what I mean? It's about, um, uh, you know, protecting the unit and the greater good and making that willing choice. You know, I think that's, that's, what, uh, that's what allows our military to be as proficient and elite as they are and so those are the same things we're trying to get our guys to um to do to go out there and in the midst of adversity in the midst of fear in the midst of doubt in the midst of you know whatever uh have a have a love of the university of nebraska and nebraska football have a love of their teammates that allows them to overcome those things and so i think all of those tenets you know are 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 woven and you see them in the military um, and they're really parts of all great organizations and so we're always trying to build that you know the defense up to this point has you know had a great year and you know maybe took a step back a little bit at michigan state i know you got fired up about it coach white got fired up about it now they got a test with maryland coming in what do you work on them or what do you work on specifically with them in practice you know well, you know, I think I think when you go back and look at like Michigan State, I mean, it's the same game as lots of other games, right? It's just um, when we gave up a big play and we tackled it. You go back to Northwestern; there was three trips to the red zone, it was three field goals. This past game, those balls got down there, and it was a touchdown. So then the ball game kind of gets a little bit away from you. Um, 
and it was 20 to 10 is really not that far away from you. It ends up being 2017. So I think it's just it's just consistently we're always working on technical things. We're always working on how hard we play, how physical we are. This week presents unique challenges in that they're going to come out and they're going to go tempo. They're going to come out and they're going to throw RPOs. They're going to come out and they're going to throw perimeter screens. They're going to come out and they're, you know, they've, they're one of three teams in the country that's thrown 30 passes in every game in the last two years. It's 12 straight games with a touchdown pass. It's, I mean, they're, they're going to chuck it. You know, they're going to throw it around. They're also going to run it. They're also going to get the ball in the perimeter. They have excellent, excellent playmakers, a great quarterback, great scheme. So for us, it's, you know, you, you can't change what you do. You know, it's about our guys just, just focusing in and, and uh, trusting themselves and making their play. And, and, and um, you know, last week, you go back to last week, you know, two big plays, one given up on a double move, um, one given up on a double pass, you know, having great eyes, having great help, having great, you know, depth at safety. We have guys, you know, who, you know, it's one thing to rush in the fourth quarter of a game when you have the lead, we're going to have to rush the entire game. So it'll be a real challenge for our defense. You know, anytime you play against great players, you know, it's a real challenge. And, and um, I don't want them... I don't want them playing defense, trying to win the game. When you do that, you never play great defense because you're like, I don't want to give up a big play because, you know, the score's tight. Defense is about cutting loose and going and playing and attacking, and don't make plays. <laughs> They're the third third best offense, the third third most big plays in, in the Big Ten. That's that's just in Big Ten games. That's taking out the non-conference games. So they're going to make plays, and we, we I just want to see our defense go compete and battle. And I think it's really exciting to be playing a team of this caliber this time of year, you know, I wish it was icy and snowy and all those things. Sounds like it was going to be a great day. So, you know, we're just going to have to go play. Sat's been in the box for the past couple of weeks. Uh, what have you liked about um, moving him up there? What have you not liked? Yeah, I've always liked my coordinators just to kind of pick and see what they want, you know, how they feel. And, you know, I think he, um, he um, has been able to see some things, you know, just, you know, kind of be a little bit more, you know, out, outside of the moment and just be a little bit more uh, in an antiseptic environment. So I, I think those things have, have been good for him. Um, we've had some unique challenges and that, you know, kind of around, you know, cause a lot of like sign, you know, getting plays in, things started to come up. Elliot Brown really took on that role for us as Garrett went up. And Elliot Brown, who's a coach on the field and an excellent football player as well, was signaling for us. Elliot, unfortunately, had a, a pretty bad knee injury last Wednesday. Elliot, you know, on two days' notice with a you know torn ACL and a knee brace, goes to Michigan State and signals, standing on the field the entire game. Comes to me this week and says, you know, they want to do surgery on Thursday, Coach, but, you know, I, I'll wait till the end of the year so I can get to continue to signal and help the team, which would mean it would push into training camp. And I said, you know, absolutely not. Get your surgery. So Garrett might have to come down now as a result just to make sure, you know, we're getting the wideouts in the game and, you know, we have a bunch of young wideouts, and so it's just you know making sure they understand what's happening. So Garrett might come down, but Sat would come up. I would stay up, and um, I, I like that. I like that uh, if, if if Tony's comfortable on the field and Sat's more comfortable up there, and Ed's more comfortable on the field. To me, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's really about those guys just being in the best environment for them to think and and attack. How has Billy Kemp progressed, and do you expect to be more involved in the offense? Yeah, I think Billy has a chance to play this week. You know, he's practiced more this week. You know, it's still a couple weeks out from what the doctor said, but Billy's an elite, elite competitor, an elite. You know, he's done everything possible to get himself out there. He wanted to play last week. So I think uh, I think there's a chance Billy could give us some reps this week in, you know, certain certain roles. Is Deshaun close? No. Yeah, Deshaun, unfortunately, had a setback when he came back. None, none, none worse, but uh, not close to playing. What's been the key with Isaac Gifford doing what he's done defensively for you guys this year? Isaac's smart. He's tough. He's physical. He's fast. Um, he's gotten through the. Uh, he's as he's he's sort of um, 
he's killed the bear in his mind, you know, in terms of like uh, he now knows he's a good player. It's, um, you know, once you figure out you're a good player, when you have a bad play, it's a bad play. It's not, oh, my goodness, am I a bad player? And young players quite often, like, as I say to them all the time, like, you can fail. It doesn't mean you're a failure. You know, I talk, I talk a lot about my time in Carolina. Like, hey, I failed there, but it doesn't mean I was a failure. And um, Isaac knows he's a good player now. He's, he's probably knew it before, but he really, he's confident. Like, he, if, if a play doesn't go out right, he just relaxes, comes back and plays the next play. He directs traffic out there. He makes a lot of checks. He's got a lot of different moving parts. Like, you know, we're, we're still kind of thin. You know, we're kind of in the beginning stage of this thing. So we have guys playing corner and safety. Like, Malcolm's playing safety of two series. He goes over and plays corner. That's not really how it'll be in the long run as we develop guys. But uh, I love this group and what they do. And so I think he's a big key back there to getting everyone kind of lined up and having great communication. It'll be a real challenge this week with the, with the tempo. Um, you know, we, we kind of like playing tempo teams sometimes. You know, it's, it uh, allows us just to kind of get in the rhythm and play, you know, but if you let them get on a roll, it can, <laughs> it can steamroll on you. So he has to do a great job of getting the calls and making all the checks. Going back to Billy, do you expect continuing with the planet punt returner or do you, Ethan Nation maybe get more of a look there? Yeah, I think that's all up. That, that's kind of like that's all up to uh, up to kind of the game, the game situation. As you know, Memorial Stadium, like the sun, the wind, all things can be a factor. Um, Ethan's worked it all week. Billy's worked it all week. They're both ready to go. Emmett Johnson's worked it all week. So um, we'll kind of get closer to the game and, and uh, you know, kind of play it as, as the game goes out. You've, you've played against a lot of really good quarterbacks, you know, going to the NFL and college as well. What, what are kind of the similarities that this, you know, Talia Tukabailoa kind of brings uh, compared to the ones that you've prepared for in the past? Yeah, the, the, my, my favorite ones are, are the ones who, and I say this with the greatest respect for these, are, are the ones who aren't like the seven-on-seven seven kings, you know, like, you know, um, Glenn Foley's Ed Foley's brother, longtime NFL quarterback. He always called me. He'd be like, "Be careful of the shotgun babies, man." I said, "What does that mean?" He's like, you know, like you know, they they grew up learning the shotgun. Everything feels good. Like you watch Talia play, man. He's running around. He's making plays. He's he's not playing a seven on seven league where there's no one around him. Like you know, he, not many quarterbacks. Most young quarterbacks, hey, they get out to their right. They'll throw it down to the left. They run it. He gets out to his left. He's out, might might even be more dynamic, throwing the ball down the field. So. He's playing quarterback, like he's playing the game, and um, that's that's you know that's what makes him great, and that's what makes him really really a special player. And so, when you look in the NFL, you look at the guys who are playing at a high level um, in their own separate ways, right? Like everything doesn't have to be perfect, you know. Um, you know, uh, you, you turn on Patrick Mahomes, you know, his his best plays are sometimes when things do break down. And so, um, I think the thing about uh, uh, Talia is he can he can play from the pocket. He can play from outside the pocket. He can throw the ball deep. He's got great rhythm. He doesn't get balls batted down. Um, so he's, he's, he's a just an all-around great player. All right, guys. Good to see you.